New information about a woman shot and killed by a state trooper, but the question still left unanswered this evening. And a chilly night ahead, but warm and sunny for your Sunday. Your forecast coming up. It is the season when small business owners depend on you. How shopping local is helping people survive in this time of high inflation. But first tonight, new information about the woman shot and killed after a police chase in Round Rock. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm Mike Rush. Today, the Texas Department of Public Safety identified the woman as 58-year-old Angela Knuckles from Pflugerville. Investigators say this all started before noon yesterday when Round Rock police were chasing her for allegedly driving a stolen Nissan Altima. She was able to drive off, but a DPS trooper later spotted Knuckles and continued the chase. Investigators say she lost control of her car, hit another car, then spun into a ditch near Old Settlers Boulevard and I-35. DPS says Knuckles then came out of the car with a gun and the trooper shot her. We did ask DPS if the woman fired her weapon first. We're still waiting to hear back. Well, despite high inflation, people spent a record amount of money on Black Friday, more than $9 billion online, a 2% increase according to Adobe, a website that tracks sales on retailers' websites. Adobe expects Cyber Monday to be the season's biggest online shopping day again at around $11 billion. But many small business owners in your community are hoping that you shop local. KXAN Sam Stark explains how Small Business Saturday is a reminder about what you can't find in big retail stores. Ty Perkins opened up her store, Reverie Books, a little over a year ago to give people in the community, including younger folks, a place to feel safe and learn. And I had a little money from my grandmother who loved books and birds. and. Mm lived on a ranch in the hill country, um, so this is in part because of her. But running a small business in 2022 is tough to say the least. You know, it's equal parts delightful and just really challenging. Yeah. You know, Austin is expensive. Um, it, it is actually very hard to function as a small business. With giants like Amazon dominating much of the market, it can be difficult for small stores like Reverie to make enough to stay open. We rely upon the city to recognize the worth of third places, you know, for people mm. and uh, to support that. And I think Small Business Saturday is a great start. Yeah. The city of Austin encouraged folks to check out some small businesses around the community this year when doing holiday shopping. The city said small businesses are crucial for the economy, accounting for about two of every three jobs made in the last 25 years. Further... They're important because they do support the community locally. These are people who take a chance on doing something that, you know, you spend here, you live here, the money stays here, and it helps support, we help support each other. This bookstore owner says that local bookshops have something that popular e-commerce websites that sell books just don't have. Uh, you know, you don't get that connection to the community from a large corporate chain. But when you do this kind of thing, you go into it not expecting to do more than float. That's the expectation. You know, and you do it because you love it and uh, because you want to be part of the community. Sam Stark, KXAN News. The young artists behind these two pieces of art are getting a special honor tomorrow. They'll help light the annual Zilker holiday tree. Irene Zahn and Noah Milch are the winners in the 8 to 10 year old age division of the Zilker holiday tree art contest. The ceremony will be held tomorrow evening from 5 to 7. The holiday tree is a local favorite for people to twirl under the moonlight tower that holds the lights. 
I might be guilty of having done that <laughs> once or twice. You know, the thing is, Sean, you go there, right. and like the first year that I ever went, you go there and you see all these people standing there doing this, and you <laughs> feel like, well, up. I guess that's the thing to do, so that's I did it. it. it Absolutely. And you know sign. what? It's perfect timing because, I mean, you know, if, yet, if it was yesterday, it'd be pretty rainy, gloomy weather. Tomorrow uh, is looking perfect as well. Uh, tonight, this evening, really nice weather after all that rain, that mess that we've been dealing with here. Here's the culprit. The storm system still impacting a large portion of the nation, but yeah, it's out of here, continuing to push out of the state. You can see all the rain out in the Mississippi Valley. We're again on the backside of it, dry air continuing to push in, and finally we had our first day and it feels like a week of finally some sunshine under some 60s today, low 60s for highs. And again, clearing skies. We'll continue to see the winds get lighter. It was pretty gusty. So I was saying all night last night that today probably wouldn't have been the best day to do any of your holiday decorations outside. Tomorrow's the day to do it. The winds will be light, the sun will be out, and it's going to be wonderful temperature-wise. Look at this. I mean, absolutely beautiful out looking towards Lake Travis with that sunset there live look on the Austonian weather camera and it's chilly 48 in San Saba metro temperatures right now into the low and middle 50s getting cooler out towards the east as well but again after this evening here these temperatures eventually warm up and we make a run believe it or not with temperatures closing in close to 80 degrees that'll be associated with our next cold front that'll drop us down to the 50s the following day of that for you coming up Thanks, Sean. Well, a wild ride on the interstate for a married couple on their way to the hospital. When she says, I think my water broke. And I said, well, okay, good thing we're almost there. And then she said, I think I feel her head. Uh-oh, how that journey ended for the mom with a baby eager to enter the world. A woman on a JetBlue flight just barely escaped getting hurt by a straight-edge razor blade. The Department of Justice is now investigating. Another traveler on the plane caught video of Merrill Frankrell being escorted out. Police say the man asked the woman to pause the movie that she was watching during the flight. Somehow that escalated when Frankrell is accused of taking that razor blade out and placing it near her throat. Police say he then grabbed her when she lunged to the aisle to escape. And for this period of like, I don't know how long it was, 30 minutes, everyone's just kind of in suspense at what's going to happen. Frackerel is charged with carrying a weapon on an aircraft and assault with a dangerous weapon. Well, we had those loud thunderstorms roll in late last night until early this morning. A good heavy soaking rain for many, even reports have again large hail out in the Martindale and San Marcos area over an inch here Camp Mabry. This was just since midnight alone. We've seen a few inches for a good portion of the area. One point one nine out officially in Taylor and temperatures still though with the sunshine finally returning it was still technically unseasonably cool but we've got a nice warming trend here developing through the next several days we're talking about temperatures getting up above average and maybe even making a run for the 80s yes you heard me correctly I'll have that forecast for you coming up Ask any mom and chances are they'll tell you how special and memorable their childbirth experience was. Dominic Moody introduces us to a couple whose experience is especially memorable because of where it happened. So I went from having one passenger to two <laughs> screaming passengers. It was the wildest thing. Brandon and Tiffany Fisher will surely remember this turkey day because what was baking in the oven for the family of three 
decided to make a grand entrance. I'm on 270, and I'm right at exit 8 Shady Grove when she says, I think my water broke. And I said, whoa, okay, good thing we're almost there. Yeah. And then she said, I think I feel her head. And then I said, holy crap. I was very scared and shocked, but also very excited. It was right along this stretch of Interstate 270 that while Brandon was driving and Tiffany was in a fetal position, that the couple heard the screams of baby Amelia. As soon as baby Amelia entered the world, she let out a big cry, um, which made me uh, realize that she was safe and sound. This baby comes out. It's in her pants. She has her pants kind of around her waist. The couple made it to Shady Grove Hospital in Rockville, and a host of nurses were there to help mom and the little bundle of joy after the delivery. Hi, Amelia. Hello. Hi. Hi, baby girl. Inside their car. Just keeping her covered, keeping her warm. I'm grateful and thankful to have a happy, healthy baby um, and to survive natural childbirth. <laughs> what more could I be thankful for? It really is the greatest Thanksgiving I've ever had and probably ever will have. Baby Amelia was born at 1242 on Thursday morning. It marks the second time that the couple has had a child with their son, Dawson, born in 2020. Wow, hey, what a story. When Amelia is ready to come out, Amelia is ready to come <laughs> out, right. right? There's no waiting on that. <laughs> Absolutely. Beautiful baby, yeah. Also uh, beautiful today. Uh, the it was weather. nice. It was pretty nice, especially considering what we've been coming off of. Right, we had those crazy thunderstorms last night. We had heavy soaking rain roll in through the area, widespread across every single county. Finally, some beneficial rain. You know, we are in that severe, exceptional drought for many. So this is really going to help out our situation. Some areas picking up over two and a half inches of rain but yeah now we're dry and it was so beautiful and it was so nice to see the sunshine but with the clear skies and the winds getting calmer it's going to get pretty chilly out there tonight definitely jacket weather if you're heading out downtown it's 52 degrees right now if you're going to be heading out to dinner uh, in the next few hours later on this evening temperatures will be into the low 50s if not the 40s and that's exactly what we're basically already seeing at the hour it's 46 in land passes 48 in san saba 50 in burnett a little bit warmer in Giddings at 55 but you see the temperatures tomorrow morning dipping down into the 40s for everyone here. We get close to 70 degrees or so here in Austin, a little bit cooler up in the hill country tomorrow afternoon. But look at this, look how warm some of these temperatures are down towards the south and to the east. We'll get another cold start Monday morning, but as we make our way towards Monday afternoon, it's even warmer with high temperatures into the middle 70s. And then by Tuesday afternoon, we make a run for the 80s. So a nice warming trend here through the next few days. Again, the winds are looking much better. We had some wind gusts near 30 miles per hour today. If you're looking to hold off, on your outdoor Christmas decorations, tomorrow is going to be the day to do it as the winds continue to get lighter and lighter. And uh, definitely you can maybe uh, pull in uh, your garbage can that might be down the street from today's winds. We also got to watch with the increase of temperatures is the increase of humidity here through the next couple of days. That'll be ahead and out in front, uh, in front of our next cold front. Here's the storm system bringing all of that rain and the gloomy weather of the past few days and now pushing out of our area. We're deal dealing with clear skies and that's basically the weather pattern here. A quiet one through the next few days, clear conditions, lots of sunshine and warming temperatures. As we make our way towards Tuesday, we may see a 10% chance for a few isolated rain showers. That will be 
out ahead of our cold front. Remember Tuesday, we make a run for the low 80s. Then that cold front moves in Tuesday night and into Wednesday morning, not really bringing us much, if any, rain. And then it's out of here Wednesday. We get ready for a pretty chilly one. So tonight we're down into the 40s. Get ready for a cold night ahead, but a beautiful Sunday. If you don't have any plans tomorrow to be outside, plan for it. Absolutely wonderful weather, full on sunny sky with light winds out there. And then a nice warming trend through the next couple of days, nearing 80 on Tuesday with nearly a 20 degree temperature drop into Wednesday with a few rain chances Friday and Saturday. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. With a couple of losses from other top five ranked schools like number one North Carolina and number three Kansas this week, the path is clear for Texas basketball to possibly be ranked in the top two. All they had to do was beat UT Rio Grande Valley today at Gregory Gym this afternoon, a throwback game for Texas. First half, Marcus Carr splitting the double team and getting the nice floater off the glass to make it 12 to 1 Longhorns. Then UTRGV with the ball. This was a common theme today. Dylan DeSue takes it away. They pass it ahead to Tyrese Hunter for the jam. 21 to 9 Longhorns at that point. Then in the late first half, Marcus Carr giving it over to Dylan Mitchell. And Mitchell, poster, 30 to 14 after that spectacular dunk. For Texas, then a three-on-one after the Dylan DeSue block right here. Texas comes up with it, and DeSue, it was tough, but he was able to make the layup plus the foul. Texas goes up by 25 after he makes the free throw. Marcus Carr on fire from deep today. This three-pointer made it 64-40. Four threes, 18 points for Carr on the day. And then Christian Bishop coming up with the big-time block here. That would lead to a surge of Barry Rice dunk in transition. Rice led the way with 19 points. Longhorns rolling this one 91 to 54 to improve to 5 and 0. I thought there was three games within the game for us tonight. We wanted to win the turnover battle, and we did. Um, I think 11 turnovers, but I thought we had a couple just kind of basketball misfortune, you know, call, bad break, or something like that. But I thought it was a low turnover game by far. Uh, we forced turnovers on them. We fed off it. You know, our best offense we had tonight was our defense. 19th ranked women's Texas uh, basketball team closed out their trip to the Bahamas on a good note. Now they've got nothing but home cooking for a while. Texas will open a four-game homestand against Princeton tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock at the Moody Center. Even better, they're expected to have their floor leader, Rory Harmon, for the first time all season, even if it may be on a limited basis. I'm not going to put the reins on her, you know, so to speak. You got to let her go and got to let her play. And, and her speed is just so different. Uh, everything we do is so different when she's on the floor. Defensively, we're better. Offensively, we're better. I'm not too worried about her conditioning. Um, I'm more worried about just kind of, you know, easing her back into things and, and making sure she's good. But, you know, we're excited to, to have her potentially back. Tip-off for the women will once again be at 1 o'clock tomorrow. The men's next game will be a top-10 matchup Thursday night against currently 10th-ranked Creighton at the Moody Center. Tip-off for that one is scheduled for 7 p.m. Several seniors were honored on Friday before UT football's win over Baylor with their time at, at Texas. And with sports, it continues after the break. Texas A&M has quite the task as they close out their regular season tonight. The Aggies are facing fifth-ranked LSU. And Texas A&M, courtesy of Devon A. Chain, just took the lead 7-0 after a 10-yard touchdown run from A. Chain. So A&M hoping to pull off quite the upset. 
by toppling fifth-ranked LSU. All right, sticking with college football, this year's senior class for the Longhorns has seen many changes and have been through many highs and lows. However, they ended their regular season uh, on as positive of a note as possible, a win over Baylor and a three-game improvement from last year. I'm glad I can go out this way. I wouldn't have wanted it to uh, play with anybody else. You know, I love these group of guys, and, you know, this this 2022 Texas football team it, uh, started something. Yeah, once again, an 8-4 and four record, 6-3 and three, uh, finishing in Big 12 play for the Longhorns. Now, their Big 12 title game hopes depend on what Kansas can do. They play Kansas State tonight at 7. If the Jayhawks win, Texas will face undefeated TCU in the conference championship game next Saturday at AT&T Stadium in Arlen. once again, they, Arlington. Once again, they need Kansas to win. Guys? Thanks a lot. Let's go straight to the weather with Sean. Yeah, our Seattle-like weather ended today with some sunshine, and tonight will be clear and cold with temperatures into the 40s, and look at that, 70s and sunshine for your Sunday. So tomorrow's looking absolutely wonderful. Good-looking day. Thanks for watching, everybody. See you back here at 10 o'clock.